0: You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open-source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. I'm a performance coach, life coach. I do photo, bio, modulation, holotropic breathwork, and front suples. Just Google it. On today's episode, we're joined by Elliot Marshall, who's the author of The Gospel of Fire, Strategies for Facing Your Fears, Confronting Your Demons, and Finding Your Purpose. Elliot is a former UFC fighter, and this hits you right in the face. (laughs) This episode is to the point, direct. And I lead with this impression. My first question sort of frames the entire conversation. If you are familiar with the work of Jocko Willink or David Goggins or Ryan Holiday, these sorts of uh, very masculine, very direct sort of paths for living. Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan. If you are in, if you enjoy these guys, if you enjoy their their take on the world, you're really going to enjoy this conversation. Uh, it's not for everybody, it's, it's, uh, it's got a lot of harsh language, it's really direct, and I think that there is room for this, in, in especially for this podcast, but this sort of fighter mentality is something that we talk a lot about in this episode. At the time of this recording, he was four days out for of ADCC, which is Abu Dhabi, it's a submission wrestling tournament, and we talk a little bit about at the very end how he prepares for that, how he thinks of that. But really, this is a conversation about the art of living, uh, learning how to fight, learning how to deal with your anxiety. He grew up dealing with bullies. Um, He uh, had a mixed race uh, parentage, and so he had to face uh, a lot of discrimination in his life. His, His grandparents were Holocaust survivors just a fascinating backstory and, and Elliot experienced and still does uh, a lot of anxiety. And he talks about how he faces it, how he deals through it. Uh, We talk about life skills. We talk a lot about how we are sort of diminishing and limiting our children by getting, giving away eighth place trophies and not keeping score. This is something that's fairly relevant for me because I have kids and I'm a coach, um, of, of my kids teams. And I feel strongly that kids should be able to lose and that we shouldn't celebrate um, mediocrity. I think that that especially now, kids need to learn how to gain resilience. Kids need to know how to fight, how to battle, how to strive, how to put in effort. And this conversation is right on the point. Uh, We talk about also about the need for support in groups, finding people to be friends with and to involve in your life that will support you. This camaraderie, um, you know, he Elliot is the owner of several, several, several gyms where they do Muay Thai and, uh, and, and BJJ, which is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and the importance of of surrounding yourself by pe- with people that will support you no matter what. While this conversation may be a little bit of a deviation from some of the other tones of podcasts that we do. This is certainly about performance. This is certainly about resilience and battling and striving to be your best, um, but also not shying away from topics like isolation and anxiety uh, and stress in our lives. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. As always, if you dig it, let me know. If you hate it, let me know. I want to hear your feedback. If you have, please, just one minute to go in and give us a five-star review on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. This is a lot of work to put this episode, uh, put these episodes out every single week. And um, just one little review, one little review really brightens up my day and, and really in, uh, encourages me to keep going with this. I know there are many, many, many of you that listen to this every single week just the same way that I do. And um, yeah, a little bit of uh, validation goes a long way. So I appreciate you for listening. Thank you very much. Um, you can find information about Elliot Hulse at Fire Marshal 205 and uh, you can find his book gospel of fire on amazon you can learn more about me at real sean mccormick on instagram or at sean i'm a life coach performance coach and i know how to get the best out of people i just do and uh, i love the work ladies and gentlemen without further ado elliot marshall you're listening to the optimal performance podcast and i'm your host sean mccormick It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. And we're here with Elliot Marshall. He's a dad, father, former UFC fighter, and author of The Gospel of Fire, and also the host of the podcast, The Gospel of Fire. Elliot, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast.
1: Thanks, Sean. How are you, man?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad that we've connected.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we made it work. We did. We
0: did. Um, I like to start with the same first question with everybody to kind of kick it off, and uh, especially for a guy like yourself who... Performs at a really high level in lots of different areas of your life. I'm always curious. The same question. Uh, what time is it where you are and what have you put in your body today?
1: Uh, it is 1030 coffee.
0: Nice. Black?
1: Uh, today? No. Today, a little latte. Oh, kept, nice. You know, you know. Treat yourself? No- norm- yeah. Normally, um, I-, I mix it up, but I guess I kind of intermittent fast. Like I'll have coffee in the morning, and uh, yeah, but I won't eat until normally around like eleven thirty ish every day. Today will be a little later because I uh, have a little scheduling problem. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, figures. Um, so one thing that that you know, as I was doing my preparation for today's conversation, you know, I
1: should say water too. Hold on, you always got to drink water, right? Like this water. Okay, got to. water. Water. Water is a key
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You know, as I was looking around, um, reading book reviews, uh, watching videos, you know, understanding your story a little bit better, yeah. you know, it occurred to me and one comment specifically from Amazon, um, based on the book, was from a gentleman that said, "If you speak Jocko Willink, Ryan Holiday, David Goggins, this is going to resonate with you." And yeah. and and I want to key in on that point because. I sense, especially in the podcast world and and authorship world, I sense that there is a growing need for young men to have some sort of guidance and orientation on how to lead fulfilling lives. And I know that that is a big, big part of what you talk about. What what do you think is happening in Western culture that makes this... narrative around um personal ownership self-reliance um why is it popular now why are people resonating with it now
1: um i'm gonna steal it from ct fletcher you know because he said i will not be part of the pussification of a society (laughs) you know and that's what's happening a little bit you know we are we are making ourselves soft you know, we, we are, we are making, we are doing it to ourselves. It's no one else's fault other than ourselves. And we, we are doing it by, um, not letting people lose, not letting ourselves lose when we do making up all of these excuses when it happens, cheating, this, that, whatever, you know, um, everything is somebody else's fault. The, the, the idea of being a victim, you know, like what, what, you know, um, it, but and and I understand it because it's a very slippery slope. You know, it's it's um, it's a super slippery slope. So it's it's so hard to talk about, in my opinion. Like, um, I'm I'm a believer that things are not equal. You know, I I don't think every everyone has equal opportunities in this world, and I think we need to try to do that to the best that we can. However, you can't tell a mother. Am I allowed to curse? Absolutely. You can't tell a motherfucker that. You can't say I can't say to you, Sean, man, it is just so unfair what's happened to you, and there's and what do you, what are you like? Where does that person go? Like so, I think we need to work towards making equal, making the opportunities equal for everyone in the world. But when I'm sitting there talking to a motherfucker, I'm like, hey, this is on you. No one there, there, no one's coming to save you. You know, no one, no one's coming to save your life. No one's no, it ain't. It's not happening you have to do this for yourself. And then once people realize that, once once the switch goes off, you're unstoppable.
0: Yeah. It, the the word that sort of jumps out to me is victimhood, you know? We we have been told and I and and sometimes I think about it um generationally because your grandparents had it harder. Uh, then... well, I me. Mean, my
1: grandparents were con- concentration camp survivors.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, they were concentration camp survivors. So, I mean, if you want to talk about victimhood, right? Right? Like, if you want to talk about being a victim, yeah, they did nothing to deserve that. They right? But somehow, my grandparents are still made it. They're alive, and and that's who I got to grow up with. You know. And, you know. And that 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 forged me. And my dad was an African American. During the time of, uh, uh, of uh, Jim Crow, you know, growing up and going to the South. And, and yeah, maybe of real unopportunity, you, know, <clears throat> you know, not equal opportunity. And he fucking made it. So screaming that it's not fair. Go fuck yourself. Of course it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's not. Right? It, yeah. But what are you going to do with that?
0: Right. Right. How 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 drastically things have shifted in two generations (laughs) to and I and I try not to demonize millennials. I I, I try not to like not
1: millennials. No, it's not millennials. It's the next generation, in my opinion, I have to say. But again, it's our fault. We're the ones raising these these people. Right. What what, do you think? A baby changed popping out of a mom's womb? Right. Like it's still a baby. It's, 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 uh, it's got either a vagina or a penis. Right. And it's mushy and it can't feed itself and it cries. And like that didn't change. So what changed the way that we're raising these said babies, you know? So whose fault is that? It's for sure not theirs.
0: Yeah. Right. What sort of life skills are they missing? you know, the, and, and I think it's, I mean, I, it's not just teenagers. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's grown ass children. (laughs) It's, it's, It's baby men. Um, and, and, and it's, it's scary because perpetuating victimhood, perpetuating scapegoating, perpetuating identity politics, uh, where, where there's something to be upset about. Oh, but I'm upset. I'm upset. I've been, I've been attacked. Like what are, what are some, some basic life skills that people are missing?
1: Rule number one, man, you have to do jujitsu. <laughs> here, here. Because you got to learn how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? you got to learn how to deal when someone's arm is around your neck. Is that fair? No. Someone's trying to choke you unconscious, you know? someone's trying to beat you up. And if you and if you can stay calm in these moments, we don't put our kids in tough moments. You know? Now look, it's gotta be gradual. Like I'm not throwing my nine year old in the cage to fight in the UFC. You know? But he does go to jujitsu every my nine and my six year old. They go to jujitsu every week, twice a week. You know? And and they learn how to get beat up. And then once you learn how to get beat up, now you can start looking at the other end of that you know, but you can do it in such an empathetic way. You can do it in such a compassionate way, in such a vulnerable way where you actually care about the other person that you're beating up. You know, like you're in this, you're in this dance together. Like, like currently we have to scream about how great we are. And it's because we think that's the way to get attention. And we think that's the way to, to, to make it through the world. Well, man, I, I, I just disagree. I think we need each other to make it through the world. And uh, what what more difficult thing to do is there than to beat each other up? Like physically, you know, especially as men, you know, especially as boys, like that's such a hard thing. That's such a hard thing to deal with. But once you can deal with that shit, whew, now, and then once you know that you can protect yourself, like, it's just, you're, you're, you're just open for so much more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's primal. You know, it's it's the it's the way that baby lion cubs and bear cubs and wolf cubs learn how to stay alive is to play rough, get hurt, adjust, uh, uh, protect your neck, you know, make adjustments. Be humble when you're when you lose and understand, understand the order of of evolutionary adaptation,
1: understand some hierarchy, too. Like my nine-year-old, he's tough for a nine-year-old. He's really tough for a nine-year-old. But you know, he's not doing. He's not beating up a fifteen-year-old. So he's got. He's got to watch his P's and Q's a little bit around the fifteen-year-old. You know. And this is an important thing. You can't just pop off and say whatever the fuck you want. You know. You can't do that. Like I saw a good meme on Facebook the other day. Uh, It was uh, a a teacher, a kid standing over another kid, and it said, "Ah, this kid thought he was on Facebook and he forgot he wasn't hiding behind his cute his keyboard." And the one kid had just gotten done slapping him in the face, you know, like, and, and he was on the ground crying. You, you have to understand that there's, there's, uh, there's etiquette to this world. Yeah.
0: How do we take the principles of, of martial arts of, of fighting for yourself, fighting for, <clears throat> fighting for survival, losing, learning how to lose, learning how to win. How, how do we take the principles that are so fundamental to your reality. And I think the reality of a lot of, a lot of men, and I'm stoked about the, the, the popularity of, of, of specifically jujitsu and the UFC has done an amazing job. You know, the Joe Rogan effect is very real. There's lots and lots of 18 to 35 year olds that are getting into it, you
1: know, like God, how, God man. God, yeah. God.
0: Yeah. How, how do we, how do we apply the, those sorts of principles into um, into everyday life?
1: How about we put a, How about we start by putting scoreboards back on fields? You know, how about we start by not coming home with um, uh, improving satisfactory? How about we come home with a yes, you passed, and yes, you fa- or yes, you, an A, B, C, D, or an F? Okay. How about if you did not do your music correctly? Let's say you're a musician, right? How about we say you did that was not correct and you need to practice it again. Mm-hmm. And 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 how how about we just softly, caringly, empathetically tell some truths. You know? And and not not truths like like the dumb truth. Okay, I'm not saying abortion's dumb, right? Or whether you're pro-choice or pro-life. I'm not you know, but look, that's not what we need to be talking about. It's important but what we need to be talking about is what we're doing with our kids. You know, what are we doing with our kids? How about if the kids get into a fight at school? But which, I mean, my kids have never even seen a fight. When, when did you see your first fight when you were a kid? Second grade. You, grade second yeah. grade. Yeah, you know? Second grade. Fight it doesn't happen anymore because they get expelled. No. Boys fight. We disagree. We fight and then we get over it. You know, that that's how it happens. I am really good friends with people that have beat me up and other people that I have beat up like for real, for money, when it mattered in front of millions of people. We get over it. This is how we deal with it. And we're trying to act like this isn't how we deal with it. So conflict, conflict is OK. Conflict is amazing. Conflict is amazing. Life's a fight. Life is a Life's fight. a fight. Life's a fight. You got to wake up. You got to know how to do it. You got to know how to do it. It ain't it's not cupcakes and, ro- and, and, and rainbows, man. Like it's not. So what can 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 you handle in 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 the shit of things? And we are taking that preciousness. That 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 adversity. We're taking that away from people. We we are we are doing everyone a disservice. You, me, our kids, the next generation, whoever it may be, come on. You can do it. You know? And and like the like the scoreboard thing you have kids? Yeah, uh, six and three. Six and three. Okay, so my nine-year-old plays in the basketball league. Well, we have two options with scoreboards. My six-year-old does too. You can either put the scores on the board or you can te- don't teach them how to count. Because if you don't put the score on the board, have you watched what happens? They know. 30 to 2. It's 30 to 2. And they, they act like they're bragging. Right? But they're not. They're just keeping score. Yeah. Right? Where if it's said thirty to two, they'd be like, ah, oh, don't rub it in, right? Don't rub it in. We see what the score is. Yeah, Every, everyone knows what. And look, at some point, okay, stop. Like if it's thirty to two, I get it. You you don't keep it going, you know. But go ahead and lose.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it 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 doesn't help anyone to shield, or 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 ignore. The element of competition, like you're playing to win. You're playing. you you you're you're playing basketball. You're playing soccer. You're wrestling. Like my son wrestles. Right. You, the goal is to pin your opponent. That's the goal. Not to get close and then let him up. Not to right. not not to uh, not to you know control his head and his arm and then as soon as it, it gets. Uh, it gets tight for him. You let him go like there. The, it's the it's it's taking out a fundamental and an inborn ability uh, need for us to track. And and when when it, it, like soccer game over the weekend, like, hey, dad, uh, we won. I was like, you did win. That's right. You did. Feels good, right? Yeah, it feels really good. Winning is fun, right? Yeah, it's good. It's good. And one of the other parents heard me say that and he kind of gave me a funny look. And he didn't want to engage because I'm the, I'm the coach. He didn't want to engage with me, uh, but I wasn't going to let it go. And so I walked over to him and I said, uh, you know, I couldn't help but notice that you you kind of perked up when I, when I said winning feels good. Do you disagree? And he goes, no, no, I don't disagree. And I go, are you, do you, do you disagree with me explaining that to our, our six, your six year old boy and my six year old boy that winning feels good? And he's like, no, I just don't think it should be a focus. And I go,
1: it's, it's it can't not be the focus it's the only fucking focus <laughs> yeah. put the ball in the net more times than the other team puts the ball in the net yes we're not we're we're, we're not look we, i'm not going to try to beat you in everything i do like i'm not going to try to sit down and eat my dinner faster than you you know <laughs> but we have to find out what works and what doesn't work you said you're married right yeah you dated some girls before that Actually, I didn't. I
0: married my oh. high school sweetheart. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, okay. Most people date some girls before, yeah, you know, right? Yeah. Most people do. And you got to go through this process of elimination like, "Oh, nope, you sucked." Oh, nope, that didn't work. Oh, nope, that oh, 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 okay, I'm getting closer. I'm Oh, 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 look at me. Right? Like, "Oh, all this didn't work." You know, and now it works. Or even like for you in your case right? You dated your high school sweetheart. The first time she said something dumb to you, you like say something dumb back. And then the next time you say something a little less dumb back and then a little, and now you can just have a discussion rather than an argument. And it goes both ways. Not just like her saying something dumb to you. I'm sure you've said plenty of dumb shit to her yeah. where, and then she de-escalate, deescalates the situation rather than just pop off back. We learn, we are so good at learning through failure. Yeah right? And I mean, just look at how a baby evolves. Look how a baby grows up. It doesn't stand up and walk. It falls on its face like 30 fucking times and it touches hot stoves and it does all this stuff, right? That is just dumb that we all know not to do. But how did we learn that? Failure yeah. by losing, by losing and losing and losing. Now, look, we had parents, to make sure we didn't stick our fingers in the electric socket, right? To make sure we didn't drown in the bathtub, to make sure all of these things. So it's got to be gradual, you know, it's got to be a, a process, but we, we can't take it away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How does, how does this, what seems like perfectly logical, sane, coherent life advice, um, how do we apply this, this sort of basic understanding about trying hard and failing, trying to win, trying to be your best? How does that apply to, to mental health? Because I know that that's, that's, a, that's a, a big part of what you talk about is mental health. How does, how does that, how do, you, how do you connect those, those two?
1: Excuse me, so um, you have to, ju- like when you are self-aware, and that's what fail, that's what fail, like failing will do to you. It makes you really, really self-aware of what you're doing. Like, okay, I did this, it didn't work. And when you are self-aware, you're able to to criticize yourself, and you're you're able to do that in a way that uh, removes the ego from the mistake. And again, I think this is part like when, this is part of the whole parenting thing, in my opinion, is we we attach our child's failure or loss or whatever we attach that to us like like all of a sudden we failed so it's not even the kid's problem it's our problem like we are not okay enough as individuals to watch our kids struggle like like you know and and it's it's hurting my ego when my nine-year-old or my six-year-old loses a game like and you're like so i can't let him lose I can't let them lose because if, if they lose, I lose rather than sit there and cry with them, you know, sit there and hold their hand and tell them it's going to be okay because now we're having a real human connection again, things that actually happen to us in our life. And if we want to deal with the mental health problem, that's where it is first human to human connection, right? When someone's struggling for real struggling, not that, not this bullshit made up stuff that, you know, like I'm offended, no, like for real struggling, because we have plenty of real struggle. Sit there with them. You know, sit there with them, ride or die with a motherfucker. You know, like, like for real, like where you're like, nope, you don't get to go away. You know, I was talk I was talking about it the other day or yesterday with one of my friends. Um, I had like, you know, like my circle. Once you get in, th- there's no getting out. You don't get out. There's like, I I, I don't know what you do to get out, but you, like, you don't. So, because it's ride or die, you know, it's it's ride or die all the way to the grave, you know.
0: Recognizing that failure happens and mistakes happen and you can't win every single time. There's always someone bigger and smarter and faster and stronger and meaner. Defeat happens like that. In in some way, in in, in in to a certain extent, I think that there's a connection there between that honoring those feelings, honoring that reality that is inescapable, and and losing a basketball or a soccer game is not the same as losing a loved one or losing a job uh, and facing um, um, discrimination. Like these are these are real things that happen to people, and when you recognize that, that this is a part of life, it's shadow work. It's, it's facing (laughs) some darkness and we don't want to be in the dark. We don't want to face that darkness
1: anymore. you know, again, for me, it comes back to jujitsu because it's just you, there's, there's no one else on the mat and there's no one else's fault other than you. So when you're, when you're, when you lose, it's not it, it, you there there is no one else to blame there's not right you don't have a teammate you got we're wrestling right there is no one else to blame there's nothing so <clears throat> there's nothing to do other than to look at yourself you know okay i got to do this better okay but pop yep here there pop 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 and you make adjustments you make adjustments and you're great at it but let's be real clear um, when it, when it comes to jiu-jitsu and then you talk about like being phenomenal at it, like the best and you're, you're a wrestler, right? You like wrestling. That's your thing.
0: Yeah. I grew up wrestling and I do, uh, I do jiu-jitsu also.
1: Okay. What belt are you?
0: I'm a white belt. I've been a white you're belt white for belt. yeah a couple of years.
1: Okay. Sounds great. Who's the world champion, uh, black belt in 2007. Give me anyone. Oh God, dude. I don't... Oh shit. You don't know. So how could it really matter? I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. So what, what does it matter? What does what who the world champion is matter? It fucking doesn't. So yeah. what's jiu doing? It's teaching us how to fail. It's teaching us how to be strong. It's teaching us how to be in a moment, one single moment, right? Because when you're in that one moment, there ain't nothing else to think about. When that guy's got his arm around your neck or he's about to pin you or whatever it is, you can't let that happen. You're not thinking about anything else. It's teaching us how to be in a present moment. Yeah. And it's the only thing we've got. We don't have anything else.
0: Yes. yes. We don't have
1: anything but this moment. And if you want to talk about me- when we go when we bring that back to mental health, that's what when we're, when we're not in the moment. That's when our mental health goes haywire. Hmm. When you're when you're living in the past, you're very very depressed. When you're looking too much towards the future, you get very very anxious. Can we live just for this this time that I'm sharing with you? Right? This time that I'm sharing with you, I have, you know what ADCC is? So ADCC is the Olympics of Jiu Jitsu. Okay. Right? And it's this weekend. And I've been trying to get into this tournament for my whole life since I was 21 years old. I've not, it's not happened, you know, for one reason or another. Well, shit, man, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in this weekend, you know, and I got, I, it worked out and fuck, I can't, I'm so excited. But you know what? The conversation that you and I are having right now it's as important as Saturday will be because yeah. this is what I'm doing now. There's nothing more important than right now. So do it your best.
0: And that's scape- don't worry
1: about the future.
0: Yeah. That scapegoating that, that, that running away from those feelings that we experience the evasion from, <clears throat> from that moment where we feel defeated, um, not, not recognizing that as an important takeaway is cheating us out of this important, learning opportunity to, to, like you said, I mean, and these are, these are classic, like stoic philosophies, like know yourself, know yourself. And the only way to be that is to recognize how you're being from one given moment. How are you in defeat? How are you in victory? Uh, to, to, to run away from that or to smooth that over with Capri Suns and cupcakes, uh, after the game or to, or to soothe, uh, self-medicate with alcohol and drugs, or to to act out in other ways, doing anything that you can to avoid the darkness that you're experiencing is is cheating yourself of this opportunity to grow.
1: Um, I, I'm gonna disagree with you the with the Capri Suns after the game. I'm okay with it. <laughs> you know, like they're kids. We still have to let kids be kids, right? But we we then have to talk about the good and the bad, right? Right. Like as long as, as long as we deal with the good and the bad and like it, 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 it's, it is very tricky because like, for example, with like a five or a six year old, look, man, if they listened, if they tried their hardest, you know, that that's very important, you know, that's important. Like that's the most important is effort, you know, especially at a young age, but as we age, there's, there's gotta be increases. Right. There has to be increases to what what is expected of us, because that's what's coming for you. Right. Like m- your mom and your dad aren't going to be there forever <laughs> to, to, to soften the blow. So how can we expect a child to go from, OK, they're four five or six. Right. Where a lot of things are based around play, which I'm totally OK with, you know, like for my kids and ju- for my kids, man, I just mostly in the beginning, I just played with them with jujitsu. I just had fun, like make them have fun with it. Like, so that later on, now we're talking, you know, but like, and, and still, even at nine, uh, you know, I'm not too serious with them. I don't want them going every, every day because they're going to hate it. They're no, they don't want to do anything except like, I don't know, play with their friends. Right. And, and, and whatever, whatever, you know, like, so you can't, I, I I like that it's got it, but it's gotta increase something has to increase whatever whatever they get into it has to get more serious you know at at a good level so that when they do get rejected from a job it's not the employer's fault (laughs) right maybe the employer was racist maybe they were sexist maybe they were ageist what okay maybe but shut the fuck up and go get another job (laughs) <laughs> you know, shut the fuck up and go get it. And, and then once, you, once you've once you done that, once you've taken care of you, now, now okay, go deal with the racist if sex. If it was, right? Like I'm not saying not to deal with that person. That person's got to go. That person's got to change. But you go make you happen. Yeah. I want
0: to go back to one thing that you were talking about, um, <clears throat> which is the, the present moment. And, you know, looking backward makes you depressed and looking forward makes you anxious. You know, when, when you think about how your process is for dealing with anxiety, you know, as, you know, um, sort of behavioral psychology, you know, um, I'm a, I'm a life coach and performance coach and, and it's, and especially in like therapy, it's popular to let yourself go into that state. To so like own that state. Like if you're feeling anxious, recognize that, go there, be anxious, like feel what that feels like. Is that part of, is that part of your process? And is that part oh, of, yeah. is that part of the process that you sort of uh, advocate oh, yeah. for?
1: Come on, baby. How dark are you going to get? Face it. How dark are you going to get? Let's go. You want to stay here? Or you want to be with me right now? All right. There ain't nothing I can do to make this devil leave and wanting it to leave will just make it dig its claws in deeper and deeper please go away please go away please go away no pink elephant no pink elephant no pink elephant oh shit pink elephant right like that like the that that example don't be anxious come on don't be okay don't be anxious Dad. don't be anxious fuck okay don't be don't be anxious <laughs> i can't even breathe right when i say that <laughs> right instead of going fuck it fuck it you'll go away nothing lasts forever
0: yeah you'll
1: go away or i'll die two
0: options
1: (laughs) you know i stole this from gary v ask me how my day is how's your day it's an 11 (laughs) my mom died ask me how my day is how's your day it's a zero and that's always that way it's binary man it's zero or 11 Hmm. there's no sixes Hmm. some somebody in my inner circle died it's fucking zero other than that Let's go. It's an 11. Hmm. Why I'm above, I'm above the dirt and so are all my important people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't give it any other option. So when the anxiety's there, it's there. All right. It's going to go away when it goes away. The sadness of when my mom dies will go away when it goes away. I can't make it go away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what drove you to write the book that you did? What was the catalyst for, for you to create a piece of work that that you did? Why, why write a book?
1: My students saved my life, you know? And I say that because, um, my goal every night was just to get to them, right? Just go teach jujitsu. Cause I knew that if I, if I like, cause that's my job, right? Like if, if, uh, if I just did in my kids, you know, if I just did those two things, the best I could possibly do, they would really appreciate it. You know, they would really, really, and, and, and it showed. So people saved my life. I didn't save my own life. Somebody else did it for me unknowingly. Like, um, I think if you would ask them, they would say, you, well, you like really cared about us and started teaching even better than you were before. Probably, you know, so was your life uh, at risk was my life at risk.
0: You said they saved your life. What was going on in your life?
1: Oh, I was, I was stuck in, in, in terrible acute anxiety. Like I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. Like I could, like my wife, my wife would be like, Hey, let's, let's go out on Friday night with so-and-so and to be Wednesday. I'd be like, babe, what the, and I would just, this was just going on in my head. I'd be like, How, what the fuck are you talking about? Go out. How the fuck am I going to go out? I don't know if I'm going to be here on Friday. Don't, don't tell me why I don't know why I won't be here, but like I'm not gonna fucking be here. I'm not I'm not gonna make it till Friday You know it was was you know, that was where I was um, So other people saved my life um, By them caring about me and showing up and and doing everything, you know, and just being with me so My goal with the book um, no, I, I, so I'm, I'm in the process of writing another book, but my goal with that book, uh, I, I paid $25,000 to write that book and that's a, that's a decent chunk of money. Yeah. You know? And I was like, God damn, how am I going to see this fucking ROI? Right? Like Amazon takes half and da, 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 you know, like you're going through it. And I was like, no, Elliot, if you help, if one person hits you up and says, yo man, you saved my life. Like I, w- I was about to fucking call it, and you changed my life. Then that will be worth every fucking twenty five, th- every penny of that twenty five thousand dollars, because what's a life worth? Yeah. Well, what would it What would it be worth if somebody called you? How much would you spend? If if you re- if somebody called you and were like, yo man, this I was I was I was so deep and dark and stuck, and then somebody gave me your book and I got out. Hmm. What would that be worth?
0: You can't put a value on it, man.
1: You can't put a value on it, right? You can't do it. So then that became the goal with the book. Like it didn't be the, – the, the, the success of that book for me was not – I mean, I'll grant, okay, sure, I wanted to hit Amazon bestseller once the book came out and all of that, right? But the success with the book was, okay, now I need to write a book so good Right? I need to be so open about my experience that, um, that, I say that, that, I, that I do my very, very best to let people know that they're going to be okay. So that was the goal.
0: So what's the next book about? Parenting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that weaves in nicely.
1: Yeah, so, so, but it's called The Six Rules of Life for you and your kids because it's got to start with you. So you know, it has to start with you because again, it's our problem. It's not the kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: not the kids. What you think kids weren't hyper fifty years ago? You think kids didn't have ADD fifty years ago? You think they didn't have this or that or Bob? I mean, how many letters can you fucking put on something, man? Yeah. yeah. Of course they were. Do your goddamn job. Take yeah. care of yourself. Figure out yourself so that you can so that you might have a chance of helping your kid.
0: So let's take the other. Let's take the other. I'm jumping around here, and yeah, for, no, it's all good. Thanks for being flexible. Uh, so, thinking about again anxiety and depression and ways out, um, um, getting the support of others. You know, I asked you about when you're feeling anxious, like I'm not gonna make it till Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to go there, being able to feel those feelings, and to be in that in that state of consciousness before riding the ship. Does it work the same for depression? Do you allow yourself that time and space to be depressed?
1: I don't know, man. I'm not depressed. You know, I would say, I would think yes, because you can't want anything to leave you, right? You can't, you can't want depression to leave. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, I have not personally experienced that. So, um, i'm, I'm not, I, I I try not to put any blame or fault on anybody that that's going through something that that I have not uh even if I have experienced it you know because i i've man i i just can't i can't express to anyone how lucky i am like i, I like there isn't another motherfucker lucky like me like it doesn't exist mm-hmm. so um and you know and I know that that's a weird thing that I say because I believe in personal accountability and extreme ownership and all that stuff right. But, um, but no one's luckier than me. I've been lucky enough to have the experiences that I've had in my life so that my life has been shaped this way and that I can fucking crush or do it, you know, like that I, that I have this thing. I, I was lucky enough to have anxiety right in the way that I did so that I, that I suffered greatly and then got through and had like this breakdown through to breakthrough slash spiritual awakening. What if, what if it was 10% worse? I don't know. Like, can hmm. we all like to say, oh, I'd do it, but I don't know. Hmm. Right. I was, I was lucky enough for it to go just how it went. So I, I, I would love to say it's the answer, but I think it is, but I'm not going to be so arrogant to tell you that I know it is.
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate, I appreciate <clears throat> that the, you know, it's, it's, it's fairly infrequent for a guest on any podcast to say, you know, I've got a sense of it, but I don't know, man. Like that's, that's, that's honest. I appreciate that. Let's talk about your spiritual awakening. Um, yeah, that's, that's some of my favorite stuff. And then, and then after that, I want to, I want to dig into a little bit about how you, how you're preparing mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually for EDCC. Cause I know that that's, it's on, it's on your mind, brother. But yeah,
1: yeah, for sure it is.
0: But let's, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about that spiritual awakening. What, what, yeah. what, for some folks for that's the language I speak that that's a big, it's a big part of, um, my reality and, and the way that I help people and ceremonies and, um, spirit guides and, um, uh, a greater version of myself. It's that's, that's my favorite stuff. What, what was this? What was your spiritual, spiritual awakening? Like, what was your experience?
1: We need each other. You know, We need each other. That, 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 that was first. that I, I need other people in my life, first first and foremost. And we are in this together. Uh, the Jews and the Christians and the Muslims and the Buddhists and the Hindus and the purple spaghetti monsters. We are in this together. That was first and foremost. And then after that, we need to learn what all of these religions are teaching us, that we have to be able to be in one single moment. You know, we, ha- we have to have some stillness in our lives yeah. and, and chill and chill in a moment. And I don't get, I, I personally can't get down with the God, the God. Right. The one that is correct and that I will go see him after I die or, or I'll go burn in eternity that that doesn't grasp at all in my head. Um, but I needed something more than what I had. I need I needed something bigger than what what there was, what I what I you know, so I was a pretty staunch atheist, um, an argumentative atheist even to, you know, like I had I had a podcast. The Saint and the Sinner, where I just, one of my best friends is a pastor. And we used to, ah, just go back and forth on this podcast, right? Nice. Um, And I still disagree with him. Like, my, my atheistic view to his worldview hasn't changed. But does it work for him, and is he hurting anybody? That's, you know. So if it works for you and you're not hurting anybody, then cool right then then cool and the only thing that i truly disagree with is where people say this is the way i hate that right because kind of like i just said a second ago man i don't fucking know (laughs) you know you know like uh self-help like uh i can't can't tell anybody how to do it i just can't i I, look if if you want to see how i do it man i'll talk about that all fucking day Right. If you want to come, if you want to come roll with me, come on. You know, let's go. Let's go. This, let's let's walk through life together. Amazing. But that I'm going to tell you that this is it, that this is the way that this is this. This I know that this is correct. Man, do you know, do you know what every night is like for me? Every fucking night I lay in the bed and I wonder if I'm going to sleep that night. And I have like this mini like, oh, fuck, you know, like every night still hmm. every fucking night. And, and then I have to deal with it. You know, so I almost feel like a fraud sometimes, right? Like, because I'm, I, every night I have this little mini panic attack in my head. And it's not major like it was. I, I deal with it and I go, no, you motherfucker, you're gonna, this is what you're going to do. So if you don't sleep, good for you, but you're going to take these steps. Yeah. Right? You're going to take these steps. But this, is, this, isn't, this isn't like it went away for me. This is every single night for the past four years, it hasn't not come. Like that devil has always come and tapped me on the shoulder. So yeah, sometimes I I feel like a fraud in the, like, I don't know that it's you're right, man. Doing the work, you're still working like that, <laughs> that. That
0: that's the thing. You're not a fraud. You're just a work in progress. Like we all should be.
1: Right. I. I. But I can't tell you that my way is right.
0: Yeah. What. What was. What was the catalyst for your. For your spiritual awakening? Like, what. What do you remember the moment? Do you remember the conversation? Do you remember yeah, when it, things it, it turned?
1: Was two th- yeah, two things on one day. It was two nights. Uh, it was a little. I don't know. It was a couple two weeks or so into my uh, dance with the devil. You know, my 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 acute anxiety. And I come upstairs. I hadn't. I didn't sleep at all that night. And I was fucking starting to freak out. And my wife looked at me and she goes, "Why don't you just do your day as if you would have slept? Just pretend that you slept, okay? And Good do advice. your day ju- just like that." Thanks, honey. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And I was like, all right, fuck. And then I, so I went, I started going about my day and then like, so it was two things both on the same day. And then later that day I'm at work, I'm fucking exhausted So I think it was the second night that I, I think it was two nights in a row that I hadn't slept, you know, and I'm fucking wrecked. And it's like three or four o'clock and one of my best friends at this point, he was staying up. He, I had a couple friends that were staying up all night with me, like on the phone, like they would just sit there quiet. And I'd have fucking panic attack after panic attack. And sometimes I would fall asleep and then they would hang up. And sometimes we were just up all night. And they like rotated who talked to me that wow. night, you know. So uh, I was I was in the office at work. And, uh, you know, my the general manager of one of my schools, Ian, was was he's one of my friends. And he was there and he walks in with this cup of coffee and he puts it on the desk. And he goes, just drink this. And I was like, no, man, fuck you. I was like, I'm not drinking this. It's four o'clock. If I drink coffee right now, I, I, we know I'm not going to sleep. He's like, yeah, you're right. You might not sleep, but that's at 11 o'clock tonight. Right now it's 4 o'clock. This coffee will make you feel better right now at 4 o'clock. When 11 o'clock comes, I'll be there with you to have another panic attack, right? Like I'll be on the phone with you. So he, one, gave me a solution for feeling better in the moment. And then two, he helped me deal with my anxiety and said, hey, look, I will be there with you at 11 o'clock. You are not going to be alone. Those two, those two events were the catalyst,
0: uh, that, that moment of, uh, you know, obviously you can make the connection now to people that, that we're all in this together, that we need support, that we need, um, that we need that human connection. Yeah. I mean, that, that'll, that'll shift your focus dramatically when you know that someone is that that willing and and again that willing to help and again it goes back to support it goes back to brotherhood and sisterhood it goes back to doing battle together you know these these sorts of fundamental primal urges that we have that is in a part of our dna it's the reason why we're alive now is because our great 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 going back to the cave cave people Um, they struggled together. They coordinated, they, they stuck it out. They supported each other. You know,
1: they took care of each other's children. Yeah. Right. Like it wasn't my kid versus your kid. It was our kids in the neighborhood. It wasn't who makes more money. No, it was all of our monies. Right. Hmm. And I know that sounds like socialism, but I'm not a socialist, you know, but we took care of the weak. Yeah. Right. We took care of people when they got sick. We didn't end them. Right. You know? We, you know that they came with us, and and that's that we we brought people up. We didn't put people down. You know. Imagine how great it is, if uh, and I say this about jujitsu. The the only obstacle is the door. <laughs> nice. Right. The only obstacle is the door, and then some people go, yeah. Well, I want to make champions. What's the best way to make champions? Show up. No, as a coach, what's the best way to say you trained a champion? I
0: don't I don't I don't know.
1: Have a big population to pull from. Yeah, c- bring your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Have a big population to pull from. Right. If you limit the the um, if you make the population small, if 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 the barrier of entry is impossible, that only 10 people can walk through the door, what's the likelihood of that yeah. one of those, two, right? Totally. But if everyone can walk through the door, and you can realize that most of these people won't be champions of jiu-jitsu, but you're going to make them a champion of their life. Yeah. Right? And then you can just bring up the whole population, Then all of a sudden, look, you got a million, like, let's say you could get a million people through your door. And I'm not talking about money. I know people go, oh, you're just trying to be rich. No, man, I'm trying to change people's lives. You know, money's, money is money's a byproduct of that. I'm trying to change people's life. I'd be doing this even if there was fucking no money in it. I've been doing martial arts since I was six years old, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There, there was no money in it. I said I was going to have a martial arts school when I was six. <laughs>
0: That's
1: There was awesome. no money in this, you know?
0: It, it's it, the, that, very th- that very thing uh, struck me when I first um, – uh, I'm sure you know the name Ivan Salivary. He's in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I train at Ivan's gym, um, Ivan Sal- Salivary MMA here in Seattle. And the first time that we connected, uh, he treated me like a brother. Uh, he's like, just just show up, just show up, just come hang out, just come hang out. And still, even though I haven't been in oh man four months, it's anyway, he it's it's this level of inclusivity of. Of bringing people in because there's value in this thing. We've got it. This thing is important. This thing is huge. Come, come, join us. Come be a part of this thing because when you come in and struggle and fail and adjust and get scraped and lose and then sub somebody, whew, man, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that grind, and it, and it does make it does make strong people
1: for sure. And what did you need? You needed somebody else.
0: I needed somebody else.
1: Can't yeah. do it by yourself.
0: Right.
1: Right? You can't do it by yourself. Look, um, I have – so my my schools are, martial, are, are Muay Thai kickboxing and jiu-jitsu. The best world champions in the world have websites right now where they put all of their information on a website. It's $25 a month. Right? It's $25 a month. You buy some mats one time. You get one friend. You know, you split it's twelve fifty a piece, you know. You you have an overhead of I don't know. So twelve fifty a piece times I mean let's just do easy numbers, right? So one twenty plus another twenty-five. So it's one forty five a year for the jiu-jitsu memberships to the websites, plus a one-time MAT fee of, I don't know, let's say a hundred bucks between the two of you, right? To have enough space. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you so that's very cheap. You know, and the same thing with Muay Thai kickboxing. Um, the best people have websites where you can learn all of this. Hmm. How much does a bag cost? Right. Right? It's 100 bucks. How much do gloves eat? Whether you go to a school, you buy them, it's another 50 But that's nebulous. Pandora to work out music is $9. Yeah. <laughs> I'm $200 a month. But people come. So it can't be about the actual jujitsu. It yeah. can't be about the Muay Thai. It can't be. It, it, there's no way because it's way cheaper and better. Yeah. I am not as good of a teacher as Marcelo Garcia or the Mendez brothers. I'm not. I know I'm not. So why the fuck are they coming in? Because there's other people there. Yeah. <laughs> to do it to do it together with and to and to cry with and laugh with and share with and and have, and have and have a connection to another human being. It can't be for the actual thing that we're doing. So again, that thing doesn't matter.
0: It's the people.
1: It's the people. Yeah. It's the people and what it does to you. So when we stop arguing about who's right and who's wrong, when we stop taking sides and we can see that, all right, maybe I can – and we can find some like stillness in a moment and see like, okay, let me just hear that person. I I know I disagree with them. Try to find some agreement. That's harder. Yeah, try to find one fucking place where you agree, and then work from there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good wisdom, man. Um, with the f- with the few minutes that we have, I do want to hear. I mean, besides a thousand things you're doing to prepare mm-hmm. for this weekend, um, what's 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 maybe one th- one or two things that are that people listening right now because this is the optimal performance podcast and 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 for the level that you're at um, going into the weekend what are a couple of maybe one or two mental techniques that you use or performance techniques that you are using currently to go into this weekend to be your best
1: okay so first of all you have to do the work on the front end
0: oh shit
1: hold on yeah (laughs) (laughs) so first of all you have to do the hard work okay but now here we are. The hard work's done. People crush themselves in the lead up because it's Wednesday, right? What time is it? It's 1130 for me. So let's say I, I am literally four days away, almost to the T. I'm going to go around this time within the last half hour, right? I'm four days to the T away. What should I do, man? What should I do to make sure Saturday goes well? Yeah. I don't know. I talked to you.
0: <laughs> nice yes and
1: then i'm gonna go to therapy you know because i go because every wednesday at noon my time i go talk to my therapist yeah and then after that i don't know i'll do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> because why why sit here and worry about sat about saturday at 11 <laughs> 30 right it'll come man this motherfucker's gonna come it's gonna come or i'll be dead Those are the two
0: options.
1: (laughs) That's it. Right. And if you think – and if we can control either one, Saturday coming or me dying before then, those are the only two options. Yeah. Fuck it, man. So just get there. Make it there. Just get there. Get there. Now, look, I'm not going to ruin all the hard work I did. I'm not going to fucking Arby's. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not doing that. And I don't like Arby's anyway. You shouldn't shouldn't go to Arby's Arby's in the first place. Yeah, or, or anything. You, you should always be eating healthy. You should always be physically exercising. Like, like, so this is this is the pre-work, right? This is the work I was talking about. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to ruin any of that, you know. But like, you know, am I going to like, am I going to worry about like, oh, you know, I can't eat sushi because it's raw fish, and then you know, raw fish can sometimes, you know, like maybe you get sick. And man, motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, let, let, just just live in the moment.
0: Yeah. Just
1: do, just live in the moment,
0: do the work, do the work now, do a podcast, talk to your therapist, go for a walk.
1: Yeah. Like last night I taught, man, I taught five classes yesterday because that's what I do on Tuesdays.
0: Yeah. that's,
1: that's work. what I do. That's your work. That's, that's, that's your just cra- what I do. I would yeah. do I would want to do nothing else. Yeah. Because if I didn't teach those classes, if I didn't go do what I do on Tuesday, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to rest. I'm gonna sit at home and what? Be nervous? Hmm. For what? Yeah. For what? You know what happens after you know what? Okay, so the, the tournament. I mean, let's say I mean let's say I lose my first match. You know what happens on Sunday? The sun comes up. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's gonna happen on Monday when I get home? My kids are gonna need some shit. Me. Yeah. So if I'm all fucked up and depressed About Saturday, when my kids haven't seen me, because I have to travel, they're not coming. Right? When my kids haven't seen me for four days, if I show up crying, I need a day, you know, man. My kids don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Right? My kids want me. They don't they don't they don't I mean, they'll they'll be stoked if there's a gold medal around my neck. (laughs) You know, they'll be stoked, but guess what? It won't stop them from saying, daddy, I didn't wipe my honey white, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or, or whatever else they might say. Yeah. You know, Oh, that's such
0: a refreshing attitude, man. I, 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 I tell you, you know, the 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 book has so many different angles. Um, your your approach to life, your mentality around life um, is, I think, so important. It's so required. You know the last the last question that I like to ask um, to take this puppy home um, is a fill in the blank answer so you can you can elaborate as much as you want and you can pull from your life experience to please fill in the blank everyone would benefit from knowing
1: just how lucky they are to be here in this very moment and that they had absolutely nothing to do with it. None of the credit, and you know, none of the credit. Because I didn't do anything to get here. My parents boned 39 years ago, 40 years ago now, right? And th- this is where I am. If I was born to two different parents in Afghanistan, you know, or Africa, AIDS-ridden, you know, born with AIDS, I wouldn't be here, man. I had nothing to do with this. Yeah. I didn't do this. My parents did it for me. So if somebody else if I needed them to get this thing started, I still need some people to get this to keep this thing going.
0: Yeah, well said. Elliot, thank you so much for joining us today on the Optimal Performance Podcast.
1: Thanks man. I appreciate you having me on. I'm I'm stoked that we made it work, you know. So um I love to talk about uh this kind of stuff, you know? Because like I said, if one person listens to this, and they might not hit me up. Maybe they'll hit you up. You know? If you want to hit me up, Fire marshal two oh five on Instagram. You know? And they hit you up and they're like, God damn, that one podcast, man. That one podcast just switched it for me. I don't even need to know. Like I don't need the credit. You're the one who made the podcast, not me. You know? So yeah. Like if, if one person does that, that you know, all the frustration that we had maybe like, Oh shit, did I miss the time again? Or oh fuck. I, 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 Right? Like that'll that'll be well worth it. Yeah. Right? That, that'll be well worth it. So good job.
0: Cool. Um pick up the book. It's on Amazon. Um, can you plug plug all the places where they can find you? You Give us your yeah, Instagram so else the best
1: the best place to find me is Instagram. You Perfect. know, because the best place so Fire Marshal two oh five on Instagram. Um the book is on Amazon, it's called the Gospel of Fire. Uh, I would love a review. Also, uh, my podcast is called The Gospel of Fire. Uh, I would love a review. You can get that everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, I think Spotify and Pandora do it now too, right? So they're they're everywhere. Um, And man, don't try to – the only thing I'll end with is don't try to make your life better. Go try to make somebody else's life better and then watch what that does for yours. It's stupid. Go – go – Go make someone else's life amazing. Watch what happens.